Welcome to the Open Source Way. This is our podcast series, SAP's podcast series about the difference that open source can be. And in each episode, we will talk with experts about open source and why they do it the open source way. I'm your host, Carsten Hohage, and in this episode, I'm going to talk to Nemrude Versano about DataSpace, CatenaX, SkyaX, in general, the cooperation efforts between the Fraunhofer Institute and uh, some of our large customers at SAP. So, Rudi, nice to have you here. Yeah, hi, Carsten. Thank you for having me today. You are more than welcome. Great that you could make it. Uh, Nem Rude Versano, called Rudi, is the head of Industry 4.0 and Digital Supply Chain Innovation at SAP. And before that, he's been a consultant at SAP and also in between, I think, has been a freelance consultant, uh, mostly focusing on integration and interoperability challenges in different industries, really. Uh, so, uh, you have gone from being a consultant at SAP, freelance consultant, now you're heading the activities for collaboration and interoperability. Is that basically how you, let's say, continue to live the customer focus that you've acquired as a consultant? Yeah, in in my case, indeed, uh, I took this part because um, in the past I was involved mainly in, in all kind of projects that included all kind of integration and uh, you know interactions between uh, different even uh, legacy systems, for example, uh, to get them somehow running. Okay, and therefore I realized uh, very quickly and easily that uh, there must be something more than just you know doing the things over and over again and. Uh, also, um, uh, nowadays, especially if things are getting uh, quicker to be connected, uh, it was obvious that uh, I was somehow capable to, to solve and to cope with those challenges. And uh, therefore, I went into this direction and uh, also with the digital transformation that took place uh, the last decade, uh, it, was, it was somehow my part. It was always a good occasion for me to apply, of course, my, my insights, my learnings from different projects and uh, therefore, for example, the uh, industry for all activities that uh, our former uh, CEO Henning Kagerman initiated also uh, helped me a lot to, to get into this topic. So, yes, uh, the activities in the past in, in, in my uh, career uh, led to this way and uh, ended up also in the activities of Gaia-X and uh, all kind of interoperability challenges uh, we have in different industries. Now it's, it's Catena-X that I'm currently working on. Okay, great. Um, you have mentioned Catena-X now. Um, there are a couple of terms kind of in that term cloud uh, that's IDS, I think stands for International Data Space, Catena X, Gaia X. Uh, can you just give us the brief explanation what they are and how they're related? Actually, this is also related to the activities uh, regarding Industry 4.0. Many mainly hardware-driven companies have uh, challenges to uh, connect their devices to business applications, for example, but also to connect them uh, um, among each other. Okay, so therefore, um, all these things have been initiated, uh, made, I think, around about seven, eight years back now. And uh, it also turned out that the uh, core components were 
usually always data. And, and data is something that is uh, very important to, to everyone, but in the end also a business uh, relevant topic. And uh, in Europe, and especially in Germany, uh, when it comes then to data, there is, uh, you know, there is uh, always something that uh, makes people reluctant to, to share data somehow. Okay, so and therefore the IDS initiative and the GaiaX initiative is targeting these challenges to be able to share data accordingly. That you are also able to to monitor and to, to control who is using your data. And out of the Industry 4.0 initiative, the idea was to be able to apply the European uh, yeah, data protection policies to, to any business. And therefore, uh, one initiative that fit into the activity or into this initiative is the international data spaces. And therefore, uh, everything comes together then in the end in the GAIA-X uh, initiative uh, being, being initiated by Germany and, and France, uh, but in the end, it's a European, uh, I would say, approach to, to manage data accordingly. Okay, so in short, uh, the IDS is the technical uh, framework. GAIA-X is more the political and uh, legal framework that they are trying also to, to, uh, to manage, uh, not everything, but at least also to initiate several things. Uh, but uh, in the end, uh, everything is related to the digital transformation uh, so that you can indeed uh, make use more of the data and control how, how data is being processed in the end. Just one thing, uh, so we don't forget that. Uh, this is an open source podcast. Uh, all these are being run as community projects or which parts of them are uh, open all of them in the end okay so this is also one thing that um, many companies but also of course governments have learned uh, i would say the last 10 years that uh, most of the problems um, can be can be addressed together uh, especially uh, not only in in, in working groups uh, when it comes to standardization but also uh, to work on the solutions uh, together and uh, I think uh, most of us have, have noticed that the open source community is getting bigger and bigger and uh, not only limited to Kubernetes or uh, other interesting applications and solutions out there. But in the end, we have accomplished a lot. And uh, therefore, this approach, this, this open source community approach has also influenced many of the discussions um, in, in, I would say, in almost every industry and what we are now um, observing is that uh, most, or I would say many companies uh, are open now to collaborate also with others, even with competitors. And in the automotive industry, where we are at at the moment regarding Catena X, uh, we have even competitors, and uh, not only in the, in the supplier uh, area, but also in the, in the OM space, uh, being interested to, to join forces and uh, use the outcomes of the community activities uh, then in, in their separate environments in the end. Okay, so that's, that's I would say, a learning and a development that uh, took place, especially now the last five, six years. Um, okay, just to make sure that I get the right understanding now. Um, IDS, the international data space, is really the, the core technology 
concept or concepts we're talking about, right? That that's the uh, how do we just share data among different organizations? And then Gaia X is basically adds some I don't know legal stuff and uh, business agreements and whatever on a European general level. And Catena X is then even more specific to the to the automotive industry. Is that about right? Yeah, you're, you're right. Um, IDS is indeed the the technical foundation we started with. Uh, but it's of course not limited to it. And Gaia X, uh, I would say, is the group that uh, that is uh, bringing different companies and governments together, in, or initiatives. Uh, I would even uh, say because uh, we have all kind of um, yeah working groups uh, all over the, the places in Europe, for example. And with Gaia X, there there is indeed a group uh, trying to uh, yeah connect the dots in the end. Okay. So therefore, also when it comes to regulations and some policies they want also to address, uh, they, they start the discussions there, but uh, bring those discussions then indeed to the dedicated um, governments or even uh, uh, yeah, the responsible ministries. So it's, uh, that's their role. And Katina X is a lighthouse project uh, that will, uh, yeah, will address the Gaia X approaches. Uh, and will apply the IDS framework to uh, to the automotive industry. That's uh, how everything comes together. And that then, as this is one more specific than Gaia X, is limited though, to the European automotive industry? No, definitely not. Uh, especially for us, SAP being uh, active all over the places in the world, uh, it was it is always uh, an intention to be able to to get this approach uh, to. Uh, anywhere where it is needed uh, and therefore we start uh, with uh, with things that are essential for us in Germany and Europe because we have the uh, respective uh, working groups and uh, also the the, the uh, government uh, government bodies in our places so therefore especially Germany and France and therefore we have the backing there and we start there and then uh, we apply these approaches then to uh, North America, South America, and in Asia, especially. Okay, we don't really have a concrete sequence how to apply these approaches later, but uh, definitely global oriented. Makes sense for a community run an open source project to not limit it to region, of course. Um, now, uh, we have mostly mentioned that SAP is involved, that automotive industry is involved, on the European level that government agencies are involved, uh, but I think who you are mostly working with is also the Fraunhofer Institute, right, who's another player in this, and then we have the hyperscalers in that as well, right? Yeah. Both correct, and and so what's the direct relationship with the, the the Fraunhofer Institute? What's their role again? Fraunhofer, especially Boris Otto, uh, initiated the international data spaces idea uh, years back. Uh, I remember several discussions in the past with him uh, out of the Fraunhofer Institute. Okay, I would say Fraunhofer invented several things and uh, uh, brought things to to the market also, but now. The, the players in the market are picking up that topic. Also the hyperscalers like Azure and Amazon in, in our case, but um, of course also the automotive uh, makers, so to say, because they are interested in that approach to, to be applied in their supply chain. So um, the, the idea that Fraunhofer initiated fit 
to the needs uh, when it comes to uh, data sharing, data governance uh, that is currently not really in place. And therefore, uh, it is a topic that we jointly uh, try to solve. Uh, also, again, in a, in a jointly set up project, uh, like, for example, in the Eclipse Data Space uh, Eclipse Foundation, we call it Eclipse Data Space Connector currently, that we are using to be able to enable everyone to connect to a data space, uh, for example. Okay, so here we're getting a little bit into the technical background. You said... Uh, the Eclipse data space connector is one part. Um, can you explain a little bit more about that? Yeah, you can compare it with your with your phone, right? So uh, I guess almost everyone has a phone now. Uh, and if you want to talk to anyone in the world, you need your phone to interact with your monitor, right? So that is something that you also need to be able to connect to our data space. And uh, we call it Connector in our case when it comes to the IDS names or topics. It's somehow similar to, uh, to an SAP connector in the past where you want to connect to an SAP backend, for example, okay, something like that. But this connector is just the so-called entry point to be able to connect to server components like, for example, a broker or even clearinghouse data where a commercial and uh, regu regulations are maybe even reflected in, in so-called uh, rules or uh, policies, and those policies are being enforced in the end in connectors. That uh, you, Carsten, you can, for example, decide uh, who is going to be able to process any of the data for how long, and uh, if you want that, if you want that data being deleted, with your uh, yeah, with your decision, uh, that data is being deleted wherever that data is being used. At, uh, okay, so that's uh, yeah, So the connector is essential but the further uh, data governance relevant components are also coming into, into the game, but uh, that is something that's going to be applied later. So this would all be um, concepts that we need when we're building marketplaces that run across organizations, layered applications where the services are owned by different providers, uh, any, any, both of these or anything else? It's uh, the idea is indeed in to be able to set up your data space uh, wherever you want as a kind of a decentralized approach that you can share and manage data uh, however you want to, so that you can, for example, create your own ecosystem uh, in your environment, in your local environment, or even in your industry, uh, or even with your suppliers only. So it's up to you. Uh, how we are uh, addressing this in Catena X is, for example, uh, that we are able to uh, to manage this data sharing, data governance um, in in the in a supplier environment where the OEMs and the suppliers can interact with each other without having a centralized component. So that also means that they are able then to share data uh, in a different manner than in the past. That even tier five or tier six can interact with the OEM while it was not really uh, possible in the past because with, with these mechanisms uh, that we are going to put in place, you are capable to uh, to manage uh, with whom uh, the data to share with so that uh, you can indeed uh, even organize accordingly uh, how to expand uh, the data access to your data that you are not maybe even able to do today okay so uh, that's also one intention to be able to have more transparency along 
the supply chain and to be able to to make more out of the data. That just makes me wonder one thing, of course, uh, for these kind of collaborative or data exchange scenarios, of course, you need more than just the data connectivity. You need central identity or some identity and authority services and so on. Is that all also built in the project or are you making use of existing things? It's, it's a mix of things. Uh, I think you, we, need, we need to be frank here that server things are evolving, uh, especially when it comes to uh, yeah, uh, SSI or uh, I would say most of us are somehow familiar with SSO, a single sign-on. And uh, when it comes to uh, decentralized IDs, uh, the good thing is that a lot of technologies are evolving at the moment that we can adopt and apply to this, uh, I would say, hybrid setup. So it's, it's not limited to IDS, uh, with which we, were, we started with a couple of years back. But uh, in the end, it's also a transition to, uh, I would say, to a mix and, and hybrid setup anyway in the near future. Uh, so including blockchain, of course, or blockchain components that are also evolving nowadays. So. It's a mix of things, and therefore, in the end, to be able to address uh, the the challenges, it depends, of course, also also on the scenarios. Not everything fits to to the to, to every scenario, so there's not really a one size fits all approach. Uh, core components are somehow the same, and in several areas, we will be extending uh, the, uh, the the services or, or applications accordingly. But uh, we need also to consider that the technologies are evolving and. SSI, for example, to be able to identify uh, someone more easily in the future is definitely something that is on the list. And in Catena X, uh, usually rather well-specified scenarios you're working towards, or is it more on the generic level, hey, very simply put, here's some data that I don't have to keep secret and then someone else might want to use, so I'll just kind of connect it to Catena X, or um, is it more very specific? I think uh, we can say currently we are uh, focusing on scenarios that are um, close to things that most of the participants are familiar with, including uh, transparency or past traceability, for example. But there's definitely some scenarios that uh, we are, uh, I would say we are able to share data better than in the past and to address them, uh, like uh, demand and capacity planning. That is uh, including definitely some sensitive data, for example, because not everyone wants to share their data with others along the supply chain, you know, to be, uh, yeah, to be too transparent. But in the end, for example, to be able to share with everyone along the supply chain, you can decide uh, what to share and uh, you can also uh, support more easily scenarios like, for example, circular economy, where uh, it is almost impossible today to get data from the end of the supply chain uh, back to the uh, first participants of the supply chain, like the engineers or even the uh, the, the initial or the origin um, vendors of several components. Uh, and with that, yeah, you have more information and you can you can apply also more uh, machine learning relevant um, components to the data that to create more contextual insights. So it's um, IDS and Gaia-X approaches uh, allow us to think about more opportunities, but uh, the processes themselves will not really be changing, uh, you know, uh, uh, compared to former uh, uh, processes. So therefore, uh, we stick with the existing ones, but we also 
um, apply new business scenarios along the supply chain. I understand it's something that's a little bit of a contradiction at first. Uh, on the one hand, we're enabling more collaboration on data, like for instance, for modern concepts like circular economy, sharing sustainability information and so on, right? On the other hand, the whole thing is about remaining in control of uh, who handles the data, right? Um, as as in this is a European project that kind of tries to make sure that we go by all the European data privacy and everything standards, right? Yeah, indeed. The thing is, um, um, I think if you compare to, to uh, nowadays, uh, if you are sharing data, uh, you give uh, either a full-blown approach to the data or it is a cumbersome uh, task to uh, pick the data you would, that you want to share with it. Uh, with uh, whoever you want to share the data with, okay? So, and in the future, the, the thing is that uh, it's not only about the control who is going to process your data, it is also uh, to be able maybe to make more out of the data. Your data is getting more and more meaningful, uh, not only the privacy-relevant uh, privacy, uh, data, but also all kind of data that uh, is being generated by customers, by consumers, by uh, by others along the supply chain. So, and the combination of that data also to to uh, monetize then that uh, data, whatever it is, even if it's just you know a bunch of data that you wanna uh, provide to uh, to enrich um, you know uh, machine learning models uh, to improve them, uh, that is something that has not really been addressed accordingly so far. And uh, with with these technologies that uh, we are working on and that we wanna apply to. To Catania X, uh, we have more options and um, more uh, governance in place also to be able to apply those approaches to business relevant scenarios. Would I be right if I said uh, that IDS and Catena X basically try to take care of that you don't have to think through the how do I provide data and what are my control mechanisms, how this data can be used and by whom I don't have to do this case by case anymore, but there is simply a framework uh, that helps me provide it in the exact way that I want to provide it. Is that Would that be correct? Yes, indeed. You can compare it with your profile that uh, some of our, whatever, uh, you know, uh, internet uh, data collectors, whoever it is, right? And I think you don't really have the control, you know, how that data is being used, right? You see it with uh, advertisement coming, you know, into your inbox or, uh, you know, at home by mail. Uh, so, uh, therefore, uh, I think that can be controlled better in the near future uh, with those mechanisms that we are going to put in place. And uh, I think this also allows then indeed to create more contextual information uh, beyond maybe the uh, domain that you are applying the data to. Okay, so therefore, I think uh, it gives us uh, more options to take data maybe to another uh, to another industry, to another uh, partner, or or whatever data can be used for. Okay, makes sense to me. But one of the terms that is also about in this context is Gaia X, of course, uh, and I just seem to remember. Wasn't Gaia X in the beginning kind of thinking even bigger than that, and was thinking to replace the very well-known globally accepted search engine with a European version, basically? 
Yeah, indeed. Uh, that was the initial thought. Uh, I was also part of that discussion uh, and uh, therefore uh, to cope with the uh, well-established hyperscalers, uh, it was, I would say, even at that time, almost impossible to, to think of. But I think um, we learned a lot uh, during this journey and uh, now the uh, this uh, approach is not really on the list anymore. Okay, so uh, we removed it from the agenda. But uh, still, the approach applies to to this overall setup, and the hyperscalers are also welcome in this uh, in, in this journey. But uh, the European idea to uh, to have the uh, privacy policy in place, being able to control the data accordingly, is still made in Europe. Now that you've said it, that it's the, the, the that global idea basically, or that large idea is off the table. We can name it, so there is not going to be a European Google in the scope of Gaia X, uh, but rather some more specific business-oriented offsprings from it, like Catena X, for instance, which is the most practically relevant these days, right? Yeah, and indeed, indeed, there is already several other uh, industries uh, going into this, and uh, I saw it at the last summit a couple of weeks back. So therefore, uh, it's not limited to automotive. Um, the automotive uh, project Catena X is definitely the biggest, and if we are going to deliver uh, something something meaningful uh, very soon, uh, it can be adopted by other industries also. So that's uh, that's the goal. When we talked, I, I wondered, okay, so it, these are open source projects. Now we have different players. We have the large, currently European, German automotive companies in it. We have Fraunhofer in it. We have SAP in it. We have some of the hyperscalers in it. So when it comes to open source repositories and open source communities, who runs those? Are these representatives from the industry players or from the hyperscalers or from SAP? Like, say, who is community manager for uh, for the open source communities? Let's maybe uh, take the uh, Eclipse Data Space Connector as an example because that is something that is uh, being run outside of the Catena X program but uh, contributed by people uh, within the Catena X uh, initiative. So, therefore, it's... Um, it is an open source project currently being uh, being led by um, by a Fraunhofer colleague, and uh, therefore uh, I would say in a, a neutral manner. Okay, let's put it this way. Uh, and there is also some other players being involved in this Eclipse Data Space uh, Connector activity that uh, that are not part of Catena X. So uh, this is already an open source initiative, even if there is. Uh, I would say 60, 70% uh, of contributors coming from Catena X. But the goal with the Eclipse Data Space Connector is uh, to be able to use this Eclipse Data Space Connector also in other industries. It's not limited to automotive. So uh, we consider it as, as a real open source project that can be applied to any, indus any industry. And uh, as I said, not limited to, to Catena X in the end. Okay, and uh, the other project that we are going to start also out of Catena X uh, will have, of course, a, a, I would say a branding of Catena X to, to some extent, I would say, but uh, in the end, uh, not limited to Catena X. And is that a role that the Fraunhofer Institute takes quite frequently in all this, uh, that they're basically the mediator between the, the different specific profit-oriented organizations? Yeah, I think you can put it that way because uh, I would say uh, most of the concepts are coming from Fraunhofer Institute anyway. 
uh, and therefore uh, those respective institutes are being involved in the uh, different projects. And so therefore, yeah, they are playing a big role. How about SAP then? What, 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 what again is our role and, and how are we doing? I mean, usually in, in SAP's old world, basically, uh, we were used to being the star of our uh, planetary system. And here we're like an equal among equals, I assume, or maybe sometimes even we're the planet and somebody else is the sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, I would say this, this journey has definitely been interesting. Uh, if I remember back my times in consulting where it was not even allowed sometimes to make use of open source uh, software or uh, third party software sometimes, depending on the customer and the project, this has definitely changed. Um, and uh, I would say uh, uh, SAP is one of the biggest contributors in the open source world anyway. But uh, the with regards to, to Catena X, the thing is that it is also a new I would say a new approach that we are targeting anyway, and we need to address these uh, topics, these, these, these uh, approaches and implement them for our applications, for our solutions. So therefore, uh, it made sense to join forces with the others that are facing the same challenges. And uh, we were asked anyway, uh, even if we have already started uh, working on these topics, the others also. Uh, therefore, it made sense to to combine uh, our activities to uh, yeah to put together our learnings and to get the most and I would say I would best outcome uh, out of the um, you know out of those things that we are bringing in because it's not limited to to cloud native approaches. It's definitely a win-win situation for everyone being part of this journey. I guess that's usually the idea of open source projects, right? Uh, yeah, totally agree. But not every open source project that uh, you can find on GitHub or anywhere else is always fulfilling everything. So especially when it comes to enterprise readiness, uh, you definitely usually have to put some data on top of it and you don't really know if it's two days or 200 days. Uh, and now, uh, you know, uh, being part of, of a project right from the beginning, we can also apply our uh, quality and uh, product uh, standards that we need to be able to, to run the solutions or the, the, the services accordingly in our environment. Might even become an interesting uh, quality attribute that if you're somehow involved or used by Catena X, then you probably fulfill all enterprise readiness standards because if you're being used by automotive industry and SAP and all the hyperscalers uh, and Fraunhofer Institute who can agree on your service, then you're you probably done that decently. But something else, uh, we're approaching um, our time that we're headed for. Who should be interested in this and, and where do they find more? So um, I think um, when it comes to the overall topic, when it comes to data, we call it data, data sovereignty in the end, uh, you can find a lot about this uh, on, on Gaia X homepages or even uh, uh, the German uh, ministry. And uh, when it comes into Catena X, the landing page is Catena X, where you can find a lot of uh, our ideas uh, that we are trying to, to solve and to, to work on uh, in the upcoming years. And uh, yeah, in the end, uh, Many things that we have also released as open as, as blogs or open source. Um, I think you just need to look up or use your usual uh, search engine uh, to figure out uh, what we are working on regarding uh, data sovereignty, data governance uh, in, a, I would say, 
more decentralized manner. And uh, I think there is more to come very soon. But I mean, it also to be frank, this journey has just started and the, the group of participants is, I would say, not that big. We are around about, I think now, 300 or 400 uh, companies. But this group is definitely going to grow uh, and uh, can expect more to come. All right. So basically, apart from the links that we always provide uh, with the link to the podcast, uh, just use your search engine and try Catena X, try IDS, or try International Data Space because IDS is probably not a completely disambiguated acronym. Um, to sum it all up, what would be the two, three key takeaways that you would want everyone to remember from this podcast? I think what, what is definitely uh, worth um, taking away from this podcast is that the interesting thing is the different kind of challenges are being addressed by people that have been competing uh, with each other in the past. Uh, they are now working together somehow. Uh, it's not limited to automotive industry. I had discussions with all kinds of customers from different industries in the past uh, that uh, that are having somehow similar issues, but uh, in, the, in the end that are interested in uh, joining forces with others. And uh, one reason is definitely uh, related to interoperability and integration into all kinds of scenarios or businesses, or even to be able to be more agile or resilient in the near future. So therefore, many things need to be addressed together because the, the challenges they have are somehow similar, regardless what business you are in. But there's also uh, observed the last couple of years is that it is getting more and more decentralized and uh, of course, uh, applications need to adjust. And uh, that Lighthouse projects uh, like Catena X uh, deriving um, ideas from, from Gaia X and IDS, for example, uh, are working on open source projects that can be adopted and can be used by other industries in the near future. That means uh, all these challenges I have uh, mentioned uh, can be can be um, solved, can be coped uh, with uh, solutions coming from Catena X, for example. But uh, there is definitely also more coming from the Gaia X initiative, uh, pushing for uh, solutions to be provided by also by other industries in the very near future. All right, then. And maybe one thing, you find those projects, of course, on GitHub, or if you use your search engine again, I think you should be able to get them. Yep, so for all developers who we got interested, do check it out, do get involved. Um, thank you very much, Rudi, for today, uh, for being our guest today. It was nice to have you here. Let's say goodbye now. Bye-bye. Yeah, thank you. And thank you all for listening to The Open Source Way. If you enjoyed this episode, uh, please share it. Don't miss the next one. Actually, it's slightly related because in the next one, at least we plan to be talking to Mercedes and it will be published uh, just as all other episodes on the last Wednesday of the month. You'll find it on OpenSAP and in all other places where you usually find your podcast like Apple, Spotify and so on. Thanks all for being here and uh, hear you next time. Bye-bye.